BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ramble. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome back to Pretty Basic. I'm your co-host Alicia Marie. And I am your co-host Remy Cruz. And we are here in the studio today. Honestly, I'm so happy to happy to be here. I'm so happy Thanks to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh my God, thank you for coming. We've been really wanting you on the pod. I was going to say, I know your team has been a little weird with mine being like with dates and stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm just so grateful to be here. Um, Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Thank what do you want to know? Ask me questions. Thank you for having me. Okay, perfect. I'm so <laughs> glad that I could be here as well. But um, how have you been? I feel like we've talked about me so much lately and I just want to say sorry. No. And I, I would love to know how you're doing. Do not apologize. Thank you. I'm doing great. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the last couple of <laughs> Chilling. I'm doing well. Me, I'm doing great. Well, me, I'm doing amazing. Are you really doing well though? I am. I really am. I definitely have been on like a little like self healing journey. I feel like That's I got amazing. this book off TikTok, which I definitely talked about on here. Um, but it's like a little journal prompt thing, and it really like dives you into stuff. I restarted therapy, guys. Good news, amazing news. Alicia's therapist is back from maternity leave. I forget if I've said that already on the pod, but either way, she's back from maternity leave. Um, So I had one session last week and then I'm having another one in person, which I'm really excited because I haven't done it in person with her since pre-COVID. Wow. I know we just always did Zooms obviously because of that. And then, then honestly just convenience. I liked the fact that I didn't have to leave as early and drive over there, even though it's it's like far. Yeah, it's like walking say. distance. Yeah, I was gonna say. Quite the few times I went to her, she was so nice. Right around the corner. So I am seeing her this Friday. Oh, and then she had a baby. So then I was like, I don't want to get you sick and then whatever. But I was like, you know what? I'd actually love to go back in person. So that's um Friday. That's so great. I know I'm really excited. I'm really proud of you. I love her. I um have you been doing more exercises in your book? Oh my god, yeah. Oh, we could talk about what you were talking about to Ollie and I about your book. <laughs> okay, sometimes I feel like I love self-help shit. <laughs> and like you you're just so go with the flow that like you just don't like uh, like love it as much, but I'm like I love it. <laughs> no. And I love it for you and I do Yeah, I don't really do self-help stuff very much. Like I don't turn my nose up at anything. I just for me don't I don't really like ask a lot of questions in the day-to-day life like even on like business calls with us like Alicia's like this is this 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 and they're like do you have any questions I'm like no I'm good like I just don't ever really ask questions after every business call I always want to text you being like I'm so sorry did I did I talk too much and you're always like now <laughs> no I think like you ask so many great questions but I'm just not an inquisitive person like I don't I just like do I just okay do you don't think you just do and I think a lot Exactly. Mm -hmm. But I think that it's great that you are into self-help stuff. I just like haven't 
really delved into that myself. Um, but recently Ollie and I were at Alicia's house and she was so cute. She's like, guys, I got this book and, um, I learned to sing about it. And she starts going on and on. Do you want to talk about it? Honestly, I forget, but I remember I took screenshots. I remember what it was. She said that somewhere in her book, it was talking about how the idea of regret and using oh, the yes, word yes, regret yes. is, so, I've been really thinking about it since we talked about oh, it. Oh, I love that. Yes. You were talking about how this idea that like the word regret is, has such a negative connotation but we don't necessarily need to think of it that way and mm -hmm. how, you know, we could regret some, something very small from this morning or from last week or even from like five years ago and not let it like weigh on us so much. So the book is called The Shadow Work Journal, second edition, a guide to integrate and transcend your shadows. Okay. I saw this on TikTok. Okay. And it was like viral. I was like, I finally get it. Got it on Amazon. I'll put my affiliate link in the description box if anyone wants to use it. You know, I get like a penny if you buy it. I'm only in the, like a third of the way through, but it reminds me of Mad Libs, that game. <gasps> oh, I love it. Like, yes. This Adjective, person blank. Verb, yeah. yeah, fill in the blank. So there's a lot of fill in the blanks, in, at least in the first half. I, obviously, I'm not all the way th through. But for instance, it'll say, as a child, I wanted to be a blank when I grew up. Uh, then there's one that's like, I feel most anxious when blank. So it can be soup, like any which way direction, as deep or as light as you want it to be, right? Me, like, oh my God, it can did it. And you're like, <laughs> no, I was thinking about it as a mad lib and like what silly, yes. <laughs> putting yes. a silly word in. <laughs> as a child, I wanted to be a dinosaur. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know how you hear your whole life, a lot of like your deep issues and insecurities are stemmed from your childhood. Mm -hmm. Well, that, that ish is true. Um, as I learned from therapy, there was a big part about projection, which I really liked. For instance, I'm reading this quote from it, but it says, unless you learn to face your own shadows, you will continue to see them in others because the world outside of you is only a reflection of the world inside of you. And I'm like, damn. Also the TikTok that you made about uh, therapy. Yeah. That, yes. was, that really hit hard. For oh me. no, it's so true. So it kind of dives into different emotions and stuff for like embarrassment and jealousy. And I really liked what it said about jealousy. Cause I've even mentioned on the pod before. I'm like, I hate how jealousy has a negative connotation to it because I feel like it's an indicator of us being insecure a lot. I felt like this perfectly worded the ways that I've always wanted to articulate my thoughts on jealousy. So it says jealousy is a cover-up emotion. It masks itself as anger or judgment when underneath it's sadness and dissatisfaction of self. It can lead you to compare yourself to others and protect what you have. And I was like, yes, no one wants to admit that they're jealous, but I feel like that perfectly worded it because I do think it's a mask a lot of the times. It just shows that you, what you're not happy about yourself with. Absolutely. You know what I mean? No, I completely resonate with that. Totally. That encapsulates the idea of, I mean, just jealousy stems from insecurity. That's just what it is, point blank, period. A thousand percent. But no one ever wants to admit they're like jealous. Yeah, because I don't think people love to share their insecurities because it's so vulnerable. Totally. No, I, I get I get that. And a lot of times I'm sure people, I feel like jealousy is such a, that feeling of being jealous is just such a quick reaction, but it really takes a lot of like work and self-awareness to understand like, okay, asking yourself, well, why do I feel this way? Oh, well, maybe, you know, I am jealous of this person because deep down I don't like this about myself, but mm -hmm. it takes, it's a whole other step to be introspective versus just like, oh, I don't like her. Totally, or even if it comes to hate comments or something, or even like mean girls in school, you're, you always hear, oh, they're just jealous. And you're like, it just feels like a cop out. It's like a blanket statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next one under it was regret. And this is what I put hearts by because I was like, oh my gosh, this is also so good. And I felt like it really articulated the way I feel about regret. Cause I get when people are like, cause I've, I know I've said it somewhere on a podcast where it's like, no, I don't regret anything in my life because it got me to where I am today. 
But I also struggle with that because I'm like, okay, well, what if there's a multiverse where I didn't do something a certain way and I would have been happier? But here's the thing, we'll never know that. At the end of the day, you're never gonna know what your life would have been like without the path you've currently taken. Obviously you can like dream about it or think it would have been better or worse or et cetera, but in the end, we're never gonna fucking know. But with regret, I'm like, I definitely feel like I can look back at my life and see things that I do regret. For instance, you and Ollie were over and I was like, I definitely, I'm happy I didn't date like crazy when I was younger because I hyper-focused on school. I'm sorry, not school. (laughs) I I hyper-focused on work and YouTube and all that stuff. And I don't think I would be here if I hadn't pulled all those endless like editing hours and, you know, focusing on work so much if I had so much of a social life because at the time I had no social life. But because I started dating later, I feel like I've had to learn a lot of the things that I would have learned forever ago all at one time. So it's just a lot more intense of a, a gap then it would have been slowly over time, if that makes sense. And obviously that can be anything. But again, obviously I'm grateful for the life path that I have, but I definitely think every one of us can look back and find something we regret in life. Because again, in the end, we're never gonna know another life path. Absolutely, I completely agree with that. And I think where Ollie and I, what we were saying was like, I think I just go off of more like my feelings and Ollie goes from like a very spiritual way of thinking. For me, I was very much in the boat of just like, oh, I don't want I don't regret anything. Also, you guys just came from the mindset of like, well, we don't think about it. Yeah. I'm over here like analyzing and dissecting every little like thing about it. Yeah. But the definition it had next to regret, which I really liked was regret occurs when you feel sadness over past actions or decisions. The truth is most people regret what they do not do more than regretting what they did do. So true. And that is the perspective I liked because I was like, people always say when you're on your deathbed, you're gonna look back and regret the things you don't do. And I was like, see, I think even the word regret has this idea where people hear it and then they back up and they're like, well, I don't regret anything. Almost like a- like a defense mechanism. It almost in a defense, I'm not saying you guys were, I was just saying in general. And it made me be like, wow, like what are things I do regret in my life? Now, obviously I'm happy where I am and it doesn't mean I'm like, oh my God, I regret it. If I could go back, I w-. it's like, no, obviously I'm here and I love my life. Yeah. But what are anything big or small? I remember I was so little and I like in elementary school and my best friend's dad was like the soccer coach, right? And I remember he was like trying to get me to go out for the team and I was like, no. And again, I'm in fucking elementary school, right? And this shows how much of my personality was already formed then as like a seven or eight year old, right? He was like, come on, like, why don't you try out for soccer? And I was like, no, no, like I've never done it before. Like I can't, he was like, what do you mean? Like most of the kids haven't before. And I was like, no, cause in my head, everyone else had done it. So they're so good. So I'm behind. So I was like, no, like it's too late for me. Like that was my mindset as like seven years old. And then of course that went into like middle school and then high school. Like I always just felt like, oh, like other people have a leg up. Like I just shouldn't even try, which was like so weird for me. So I'm like, oh, I regret not just like trying, even if I sucked, like at least I tried, you know what I mean? For sure. And I think that would have helped my self-confidence being like, oh, I did it even though people had done it before me. Do you know what I mean? And that's such a small, also maybe it's just getting old and you're thinking of your kids and like, me not dating as much. I was talking to my therapist cause she just had a kid obviously cause she's back from maternity leave. And I was like, let your kid date in middle school and high school. Like even though to you, it feels like, oh, it's too serious. And my, my mom let me date, but like, I see how much just having to deal with social interactions of like having a breakup when you're in middle school. And even though it's so like dumb and stupid, like that actually like builds your self-confidence a lot and your social skills and just being in those types of situations, whatever the case is. And I was like, oh my God, like I wish I didn't overthink it so much when I was younger. And again, it's so weird because my mom let me, but I just feel like I couldn't, or I had to like, I don't know, it felt so serious. And again, maybe that was just the Christian bubble that I grew up in. It was like, 
well, what are your plans? You know what I mean? Obviously, I know you had a boyfriend like eighth grade, right? Yeah. <laughs> but Seriously. I know I know what you're saying, though. I, I completely you get know, all of that. When we were over, I was like, dude, like the idea of jealousy and regret, there's these negative emotions and feelings that we all have. It's okay to regret hurting someone's feeling. Or like, let's say we have a huge fight and it's like, I regret how I went about that. Obviously, we're here now and we've learned from it. It's not that you can still regret something and still learn from it and be happy where you are. I think it just makes you kind of like, have to really look inward and be like, wow, what is something I wish I did different? For instance, like when we've had fights, we regret instantly how we went about it or something or that we hurt each other. And then we figure out how to fix it again so it doesn't happen in the future. So now looking back in my life, I can find many times that I was like, oh, I regretted doing this even with an old friend. So now when it comes to you, I want to do something different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was my whole like moment of me being like, wow, this journal is so good because it just makes you think. Yeah. And what I really like about it is for someone who is an overthinker, I try just to write the first thing that comes to my mind. So it's like, um, I feel anxiety when, and I just had an instance where I was talking to someone and I was just like shutting down mentally. So I put like um, meeting new people, right? Which obviously that could change if it was today, but that, that's been my whole mindset towards it. And I'm like, dude, little Alicia, like you always hear about, doing child work where you have like a photo of your childhood self like on your bathroom or your mirror and you think like anytime you're talking negative to yourself you're talking to that person and I feel like I've just been in such a stay at home not party era where I'm reading my journal or writing my journal and like contemplating life <laughs> and honestly it's been really cool and I definitely feel older. I mean, obviously this just comes with getting older, but you're like, okay, I can't just wait around for things to happen. And there's a lot within myself that I need to work on. And like, let's just actually put in the work versus thinking overnight, like, oh, one day I'm going to be super comfortable with my anxiety or one day it's just going to be gone or like, cause that's obviously not the case. And obviously we wishful thinking, we hope that happens. It never happens. <laughs> I've come to that realization. So I'm like, okay. And you know, I'm in a good spot because I mentioned to my psychiatrist, I was like, yeah, yo, I think I'm, I think I don't need my meds anymore. And then she like smiled and I was like, but then now that I think about it, maybe that's maybe not like perfectly working. <laughs> if I'm good, maybe, maybe we the cocktail is working. <laughs> and she was just smiling and nodding. And she was like, you know what? Yeah. Usually I would suggest patients to like keep it here for a while because yeah. obviously it's working. And I was like, damn it. I thought like I was this like, is what you wanted. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's all you wanted. You're always just trying to find balance with that kind of stuff. Totally. Which obviously eventually I want to get off my medication, which I think that's a whole other conversation. Cause I know even when I started getting on my medication, the only reason I went on it is cause I was like, okay, eventually I'm going to get off of it because it's just scary and you don't know the long-term effects. But as of now, I'm like, we just, we're gonna take it day by day. Yeah. And right now I'm in a season of serotonin. <laughs> I mean, you don't know the long-term effects, but wouldn't you rather be living your life right now, how you are now than you were last year? A thousand percent. And I think what's hard is like, you just get used to things. So you're like, okay, is there a world where I could feel this way off of my medication? A thousand percent. But also the idea of like getting to that place, I'm like, oof, you know what? Let's just chill here for a little bit. <laughs> you know, we can tackle that. You know. Yes, I agree. I mean, I think personally for me, I would rather live like a shorter lifespan, but have it be like where, where I do feel balanced and I feel happy and I feel fulfilled than what was going on last year. Totally. But, but it, everybody's different. And oh, I'm no. also, it's not me, so I can't speak well, for you. No, I had that exact thought. I'm sure I've said this in a vlog we're on here, but my first initial thinking was like, oh, is this going to make me have like memory loss when I'm older like does it is this gonna cause like Alzheimer's or like any obviously of course 
there's no proven fact yet, but that's what they said about smoking. They're like, oh yeah, it's fine. And then all of a sudden all this stuff comes out. So that's also really hard, especially from someone who like really struggles with health anxiety, being like, wow, this could be hurting me in a different way in the long term. But having to come to that realization of like, okay, but I feel like I'm living more of a life now. I feel like I'm more happy now. Obviously, I think it's really important to have medication along with therapy. I think therapy, like therapy truly is like, I think something everyone needs and just like being very open with your doctor. I think that's the biggest thing. And that was actually something that really stood out to me when I first started therapy and when I first started talking or having a psychiatrist, because I noticed there were certain things I didn't want to tell them. I'm like, ooh, this is the one fucking person in the world you should feel fine telling. Legally, they can't tell anyone. Two, it's only harm against you. Well, was that because you just didn't feel comfortable yet or because of of the actual specific things you were holding back? Yeah, I think I, I was scared of judgment from them. I oh. was still, and, and then I was just like, dude, Alicia, like the whole point is that you tell them. Like they're, that's why you're paying them money <laughs> to like help you with this stuff. So that was a really easy indicator of like, ooh, red flag, maybe you should talk about it because you don't want to talk about it. Um, I'm on ADHD meds now too. <laughs> I didn't take one today. I mean, I can't give you any like medical <laughs> advice or anything, but I'm just happy Guys, that you are, are doing It's okay, we're going to tuck it under. No, no, no. It's good. It's good. You should try maybe deodorant under your boobs. So I have this under boob powder, but I just always forget to use it. But just try like when you put it on your armpits, try a little bit there too. Maybe it'll help because it's antiperspirant. Oh, maybe. But look at my face. Do you see any sweat? Nope. But that's because it's not, because right? Yeah, because of Botox. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I always heard people say Botox, like when you get Botox, the sweat just moves. Try deodorant one day. See if that helps. Okay, I will. <laughs> But needless to say, I genuinely have been good in my self-healing <laughs> era. Good. I'm really good. I'm, I'm genuinely so happy for you. And I, no, I mean that. Like, I truly, like, that's why I just said your smile. Because, like, I am so happy that you feel balanced. I'm happy that you're happy. That's, like, all we've ever wanted. Oh, my God. I've been listening to Mel Robbins' podcast lately. I would love to have her on. I just love her so much. She, like... Everyone, a banger, a bang. I'm just like, dude, read me to filth. Read me to filth. Like, yes, it's so good. There was one about like adult women in ADHD. Did you know? Did you know? So many women go undiagnosed for ADHD. One, because they show it differently. Two, because in the late 1970s, not that long ago, when they started studying ADHD, they only studied men. They only studied boys. Actually, I did see it. They a only talking studied about that, yeah. boys. In a, well, in a lot of health cases they've only studied men she goes to explain that the reason why is because they realized that our periods and our hormones were too many factors and variables so they're like let's just not study women Uh, so it can be more uh, well are they doing more research now yeah but like then that's good 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 i'm still better i mean no and i understand that's really annoying but i mean all we can this is this is the regret (laughs) thing again i'm like i that's annoying, but let's do it now. Now I'm that like, we, now that technology yeah. has advanced now, now that we have, there are more factors, we have more research, we can we can do more now. Oh, I, I agree, I see that, but I'm like- <laughs> This is literally this two is personalities. Angel and devil on your shoulder, I'm just like, oh. I get it, and that it's frustrating for sure. It's just so like, you really thought like, oh, let's just exclude all of them so we can get better knowledge. Also, it just gets worse for women as we get older. No, I, it always does. I know. For boys, it's usually like when they're younger and it's more like can't sit still. It's just so different for women. 
And the more I learn about it, the more I'm like, wow, me. And like, what are some of the things that you see? Brain fog and just blanking out. Like fully, that's something that I think I always thought, remember I've always been like, wow, my memory's getting so bad. And I'm like, no, I think it's just, I'll have so much brain fog or I'm like focusing on something else when someone says something, you know, how many times have you been like, Alicia, I'm talking to you. And I'm like, oh. I, or even interrupting on the podcast, I was like, damn, this is a problem. Then Ashley goes, oh my God, I have the same problem with Taryn on our podcast. And I was like, wow. Yeah. And we both have ADHD. So like that makes sense too. And I know it can be genetic. My dad has it. I feel like I've learned so much lately. It's always like little stupid things, but I feel like I'm talking a lot. That's how I feel. That's how I've been. Um, you know, just me and my ween chilling at home, hanging out, hanging Dating apps have actually like been pretty good lately. And this is what's so shitty. I recently like changed all my photos, right? And suddenly I'm like, am I in a new tier? I'm like, mm. I'm suddenly getting all these hot guys. Well, maybe they're new. Maybe they just joined. Mm, I've been on for a while. <laughs> no, maybe they are new profiles. No, I'm like, dude, I've always heard that there's tiers in dating apps of like how hot you are. Okay. And I'm like, is that a thing? It's a thing. Really? It's a thanks. I mean, actually, I believe that. Specifically, I know cut me saying because they get mad when you say that. Specifically, that one. And suddenly, I'm like, just, I'm like, what is happening? But it happened right after I changed my photos. What did you change your photos to? Just more like, like the first one, I was like smiling more. And like, they weren't conventionally more hot, but like, I just feel like they're like cute pics. I don't know. I did what I did what you said, Ram. Like, have one with a friend. Yeah. (laughs) Be smiling, et cetera, whatever. And it worked? Yeah, I just, I'm like, whoa, something's, something's. Have you gone on any dates recently? No. <laughs> I've been talking to a lot of guys though. Okay. Um, any prospects? No, I will say I, I added a <laughs> added a photo of Rosie to the, the last photo. And I can't tell you, she's a winner, man. People dive in. People love a dog. They do. Oh, have you ever had a great white buffalo? No. Okay. I had a guy from high school call, like say, he was like, yeah, you were, you were always my great white buffalo. And I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is that? And he's like, oh, it, it's like <gasps> someone you've, like always, a unicorn. Like you've always loved or something like that. Is yeah. that a thing? I'm like, I don't know what I'm gonna show urban dictionary it. And I was like, is that a thing? I was like, what? And I was like, I, don't, I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Urban dictionary. I literally go, what the fuck is that? <laughs> The one true love of your life called the great white buffalo because of its rarity, elusive status. Most people go throughout their entire lives without ever encountering a great white buffalo. Oh, it's talked about in Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, wait, I forgot about that movie. Wait, who is this guy? Oh my God, no. No? No, no, no. He is married now. No, 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 no. He sent it before he, I think he sent it after his first marriage. (laughs) Okay. And now he's married to someone else. Okay. 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 But no, 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 no. But I, I in between them. Be- okay. Between, good. Yeah. He just was single sure. when he sent that. Okay. But I, I definitely remember being like, what the fuck is a, don't, did you just call me a buffalo? That's so sweet though. You know. Yeah. I wish there could be like a better term for like, it, but that's so why sweet. Why buffalo? Why not just like the one that got away? I know, but maybe I will. Did you guys have a fling or anything? No. Like, were you friends? Did you like. Oh, we were really good friends. Uh, I, I kind of knew he always liked me. You bitch. I did date his best friend. You bitch. Oh my god, T. You bitch. I didn't mean to break his heart. Yeah, he's <laughs> 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 pretty basic. You know how Ashley and Taryn's podcast is um 
unsolicited advice, right? Yes. Taryn actually had this hilarious dating story. And I remember when she told me, I was like, can I please tell Pretty Basic? She was like, yes. She was talking to this guy online, right? They're like messaging back and forth. And then finally, um, he's like, yo, can I ask a question? Like, so how long have you been out or something? <gasps> and Taryn's like, huh? She's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you know, like AA. She's like, Alcoholics Anonymous, what are you talking about? She looks at her profile in her dating app profile. She had had her her podcast merch for unsolicited advice and their podcast merch has anonymous. Oh, wait. Like in big letters, anonymous. So he thought it was merch from like AA. Wait, that's really sweet. I know, but she was like, no wonder I haven't been matching with people. Wait, so like, was this guy like... He was being nice about it. Like he was like, oh "Oh my God, like really respectful about it. That's so sweet of him. I know, but it's just so funny because like I've never looked at their merch thinking Alcoholics Anonymous, but now looking at it because it's just like anonymous, like big. I don't think most people would think that to be honest though. I, I don't... I don't know, but I thought it was hilarious. What a sweet man. I know, so sweet. That's so nice. So nice. (laughs) It's so funny. Oh, Darren. Darren, we love you, Tebe. I'm sorry, I have nothing to No, add. you're good. You're good. I'll keep going. <laughs> oh, I want to hear like dating stuff from you. I feel like that'd be fun. It's weird because I'm such a private person in some ways and not in other ways. So I feel like people are always like, Alicia, what's the tea with your dating life? And I'm like, it's weird because even if I was dating someone right now, I wouldn't be like broadcasting everything. Not that you do, <laughs> but like I'm just like I am more private. But honestly, there's nothing worthwhile to share, you know? Like what, when you do get into a relationship, what level are you at with comfortability of sharing things I don't even know I need advice from you like at what point are you like you're worthy I mean I used to come on this podcast and say I would never share my boyfriend and then now I would never have like a family channel still and I I stand strong with that and even if you watch my vlogs like Cal was is barely in my vlogs like he'll be he'll be on my main channel stuff I actually just looked at my main channel at a glance the other day and I was like oh the past three videos have been with Cal granted it was a truth or drink and then a a video we filmed right after Uh, yeah but I was like I never would have thought I would have done that yeah but I don't like sit and actively like think or plan on it in a dream world I wouldn't do it but I just didn't even realize that I did that yeah also Cal's good because he's not someone who's trying to be in the spotlight where I feel like there's a lot of couples where you can tell the guy, I don't know, or we've even had friends where they're dating a guy and they've never been into YouTube and then suddenly they're like trying to do it. Yeah. So I feel like that's, a. it just kind of depends on the person, I yeah. guess. I feel like you'll know when you get into it too. Yeah. I'm not that. opposed to sharing that stuff. Cause Would same. you do like videos with them? I'm like, if they're funny enough to be on camera. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're boring, then leave. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess know. it just depends. Also, there's a world where they're like, I don't want to be on camera and that's fine too. See, but to me, I think I need a good medium where I'm like, I don't want you to take over my channel, but also I want you to be fine to like be around, be involved. Like Cal's first choice is never to be in a video. But if I'm like, hey, I will say he really likes doing cocktails with Cal. Oh, wait, I love that so much. He really enjoys it. The other day he was like, I have an idea for cocktails with Cal. Aww. He was like, what if we did like food pairing for the cocktails? I was like, that's sweet. Like, great um, idea, Other honey. than that, the, and even then, like I know he doesn't like love, he has to take shots on camera because he, or he off camera because he gets nervous. I like that. It's not like he wakes up and he's like, wow, I can't wait to be in Remy's video yeah. today. You know what I mean? Like you need a, and I want that. I want a, a, a happy medium of, where they're like more than willing to like be down and help, but also isn't like, don't show me. Also I'm like, 
do you have a family and that's why you don't want to be oh shown? my god <laughs> you <laughs> only think that way i'm like why you don't want like oh oh my god you always hear with athletes which we just had another friend who broke up with her athlete boyfriend and he would never post her and i'm like that is such a red flag when it's like you don't want to be seen with me hello i'm just kidding i mean <laughs> Yes, but you shouldn't go into it thinking that. Okay, but those girls don't either. And then later they find out that the, then they break up for that reason, right? Yes, but if you want to love somebody and you want to have like a, a, a future with someone, you do have to fully trust. You do. See, that's where I'm going to talk to my therapist on Friday about my trust issues. I think you and Ollie both should talk to your therapist about oh, that. Oh, totally. I do think with Cal, I have to like... I, it's not like he wakes up and he wants to do it. I have definitely have to coax him to do things. I'm like, well, if you want to... Like, are you free... If you're interested, if not, don't worry about but it. But I love how he's down. Like, obviously, like him and I both have social anxiety, and obviously, this is this podcast is mine. But like, like that's that is scary to be like. like whenever you're like, hey, Cal, I'm so sorry. Will you be able to come on? Obviously, you could do a solo, but you'd rather not do it by yourself. Yeah. Just like how Ollie came on for me. Like he's always like, yeah, I will. Like I'll do that because I know you need that. Like I, I was love gonna that. say I for him, that. anything he does, it's because. I want him yeah. to or because I I need him to or yeah. because I need the help yeah like he always like I got this really funny comment on a TikTok recently where I we ordered Chinese food and I was like oh do you want to before I started filming my TikTok I just simply was showing what I got I was like do you want to be in the video like do you want to show them what you got and he was like no but I, I don't want to be in it but I'll show like the yeah. food with my hands I was like okay like e even if he said no I would have been like yeah. okay and then but he always gaslights me <laughs> on camera because I know he thinks I'm sad that like, I, he's just like, oh, I know she wanted me because I simply asked. Oh. So, which I really don't care. And I've told him like, it's okay. I, like truly, you don't have to do it. But I'll start the TikTok. I'll be like, oh, like here's Cal. He's going to show you what he got. He doesn't want to be on camera though. And then he'll be like, I'll be on camera on the video. And I'm like, now I look like a liar. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm more like Cal and I understand his thinking because we're both Aries, right? In his head, he's like, well, now it feels weird. Like I won't come on. So obviously I'll come on and do it. And also you're always like, you always would do anything for us. So like, if you ask, hey, do you want to do this? We're like, oh, she's saying, please do this. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not. That. No, no, but in our I head, we're like, thinking. she would do anything for us. So like, if she's asking, she must really want it. So like, of course I will. I'm like, so just I show your orange chicken. <laughs> I'm sure to him, he's like, oh, well, if you're going to like bring attention to it, I'd rather just be like, no, 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 I'll come on. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. I totally get it. And the there's a funny comment that was like, he, he, he like, he's always... I think he says that so that you like look like you're lying on camera. It's like, maybe. <laughs> no, he doesn't think that far ahead. He's just like, oh shit, I don't want to look we'll like do I it. don't. He doesn't want to look like he doesn't want to. Yeah. But if you're just like, how would you get? And he like shows his hand, he'd be fine. Yeah. Well, I don't care if you don't want to show your orange chicken. I know, cow. but I don't want the world to know that I don't want to, know, mm. to, to show it. You okay. Know I mean? We'll see when you get into your relationship and then you can decide from there. I really hope I date someone like you because like you're just going to like, get it do you want to show the orange chicken or not you'll be able to talk to me from like how they think like oh, i like yes. how i'm also an aries i'm like no cal's thinking this yes. you know yes even though i actually don't know <laughs> but i feel like no you and like you and ash together like make him perfectly yes. so i feel like the two of you always give me good yes or i'm insight. like or you can speak yes. on behalf of ash for him yes. and I'm like, oh i never thought that mm -hmm. so i hope i date someone who's like who, who just i'm like ah remy what am i i'll doing get wrong? it and you're like oh bitch i think you will you're like, you can't fix everything. <laughs> What's your like dream, dream man? Like personality wise. Do you remember what you said before, Cal? Like, no. 
couldn't tell you what I said last week. No, I couldn't tell you what I said yesterday. Ooh, I'm going to regret saying this. I want someone who like can put me in my place, but like doesn't, but like could if they need to, like who can put up with me. Cause I know I can be a lot. And I sometimes like, I feel like I need someone to like, will be like, Alicia, no. And I'm like, fuck fine. But like, also I'm going to be like, did you just tell me what to do? Like, like I need someone who can put up with that. Cause I know that's kind of me. Um, I also need someone who like, I'm, I've been so independent for so long. Like who like, they aren't intimidated by that. You know what I mean? Like who can just put up, who can put up with me? And I know it's very vague. No, I get it. You know what I mean? No, my mom and aunt call me all the time and they're like, we're a lot to deal with. Like, Ashley's not a lot to deal with. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like she's like, she's just so go with the flow, whatever. And I feel like I'm a little bit but I would call it Headstrong. Wow, thank you so much. Ashley Tisdale's album, Headstrong. That's literally me. (laughs) She wrote it on my behalf. (laughs) Pretty basic. I mean, a good person. Obviously. You know what I mean? First and foremost. I was at the beach with Ashley and her boyfriend the other day, and I was like, oh my God, the perfect way to describe Jackson, her boyfriend, because we were like packing up to go, and he had one of those foldable blankets that like zip up. Do you know what I'm talking about? He's sitting there and he like brushes it off and he folds it up. Ashley's helping him fold it and he starts zipping it. And I was like, if I can describe you to anyone, you are someone who will zip up a foldable blanket because I would never do that. Like you are the type of like, no, 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 no. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? No. To him, he's like, oh, I got it. Like, how's the same way? He's like, oh yeah, like, well, I got it. And I'm just like, I would literally like roll that shit up and just throw it in my car. Like he's so particular and he's just like, like and neat and just like oh yeah like we gotta do and I'm like I would never I would never have the patience to sit there and refold the tiny you know how it's like only one way that it works and like you have to like be so precise with it yeah but like if you don't fold it up then it takes up seven times as much room so maybe it was like for that purpose oh no totally I was like if I had to describe you to someone it's like you would fold up a foldable zip up blanket and he was like ha 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 oh my god yeah and actually was dying too because I was like yeah I could never like I would just throw it in the back of my car and deal with it later. Obviously that causes issues for me later, but like the thought of taking those five minutes to like get it into a fucking, like I can't. That's like two, there's two types of people, people that would fold it and people that wouldn't. Exactly, and okay. he's t- a type that would fold it I and, see. I, and zip it up and I would never. The I, amount of times I've bought stuff like a jacket where it's like, oh my God, it like zips up into its hood. Do I ever do that? No, but I buy it being like, wow, it's so convenient. I can zip it up and put it in its hood. Never do it. <laughs> ever you just hate zippers I just hate, you just fucking hate zippers i just hate wasting my time but like also it makes it so much worse for me later you have to do it later so why not do it now but my brain doesn't work that way it's like also oh, i think much. jackson has a lot more depth than will fold up a blade that's what i'm having a problem with right now i'm like oh my god he's such a nice person he's better than just <laughs> zipping up a no but that's the conversation we had i'm like wow you're just you are like do you want to date that way do you want to date a zipper a, See, a blanket zipper or, or no I would like that because it'd make my life easier. In regards to like getting into a relationship as a very, very independent person beforehand. I used to be the most independent person in the world. And then that was always a problem that I was kind of worried about when getting into a relationship. I was like, well, I'm so accustomed to, and I'm a stubborn person. I'm like, I am accustomed to my way of doing things, the person that I am, everything, my lifestyle as I am now is there room for someone? Is there room for a partner down the road? Um, and let me tell you, it was so easy <laughs> to let it go. It was so easy to let it go. Cause it was so many dumb things that like, it was more of like an ego thing that I could do that I was being independent about. Like, like what? If you something mind. as simple as like, 
moving can I like move my like my bedroom around like all the furniture by myself like absolutely like I could do that on my own for sure but you can also ask for help there's this really funny TikTok trend that was going around where it was like uh women at home and it was like me when my boyfriend or husband is home and it was like can't even reach the paper towels it's like (laughs) him when he's gone and they're like fucking like moving chairs and like flipping the house like we can do it but it is nice to like be able to do something with a partner. So I don't think like the independent thing needs to scare you because it used to scare me so much. Mm. That was just like a physical thing, but even just like emotional things. I used to obviously like put a lot on myself and like handle everything on my own. And my family, no, it's it it really, it's, Uh. it's much easier to ask for help over, like once you become really comfortable with each other. But like, I would say, I mean, we just hit year four and I would say truly between year three and four, we became so intertwined with each other with like, um, family things like in the beginning you know if it was like my mom's birthday I would go alone mm-hmm. um, and then like slowly but surely you know my parents would be like oh is Cal coming I'm like oh I guess I could ask him and yeah. then you know as the years go on now like if it's my, anybody's birthday or if, if I'm going back to see my family he's coming no matter what mm-hmm. and I still am like having trouble sometimes where I'm like you don't have to come yeah and he's, he's like, like no, I want to yeah he's like why would I not so it's like kind of like oh intertwining that kind of stuff but in between year three to four I feel like Uh, especially with like all this family stuff going on. Like he had family stuff last year. I had family stuff. We relied so heavily on each other that it brought us so much closer together, but it just like was over time and I wouldn't want it any other way. So I don't think it's something you need to like worry about at all. It just happens gradually too. Perfect. Then I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Who needs self-help? Who needs this healing era? I'm ready. (laughs) But you're doing the work right now that's going to only propel you and help you in a relationship further or just for yourself well, relationship to the side honestly for yourself that's what it was i think i finally was just like alicia you get so down on yourself when you feel in your head or whatever i'm like i feel like i'm really doing this for me because i'm just like you're stuck with yourself your whole life and you should just do it for you and like and so honestly i'm like you know what it's fine like i've always hated small talk but it's like it's fine to have small talk with someone and never see them again yeah you know what i mean yeah. like you should care a little more Alicia or like just like you know like little things like that I'm like it'll make your life so much easier if you just stop overthinking everything and like figure out why you feel the way you do with everything versus like letting little things trigger you or upset you and like just getting to those root of things I'm really proud of you that's awesome oh my god thanks it's just it's so weird how everything really comes from the way you grew up or like those formative years and obviously there's always something and I think that's why parents moms but parents like freak out so much because they're like any little thing that happens to my kid can like affect them their whole life mm-hmm. even like if they have a bad you know interaction with a dog or like etc whatever like any little thing can like make fears in kids that last their whole life but also at the same time there's always going to be something like it, we all have something from our childhood that like kind of scarred us and most of the time it wasn't intended from our parents and it's just like I think that's why as you get older, you're like, oh my God, like I kind of get why parents are like, so like trying to protect you over everything. Cause you're just like, oh my God, you're a brand new brain and you like are so malleable right now. Oh, I'm not ready for kids. <laughs> All of that. <laughs> I'm not ready for kids. I, <laughs> I can barely train my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie's been acting out. And then I saw this TikTok that was like signs your dog is lonely. Remy, I almost started sobbing. Is she lonely? It was like, they follow you around 24 seven. And I was like, she's been following me around more lately. Like, and then even yesterday, Ashley came over and she was like kind of shaking. And I was no, like- No, I have three and they follow me everywhere. But like more than normal. Like, mm. like normally she's like just bopping. And then this time, like anywhere I go, I turn around, she's like, 
Like, it's like she didn't want me to, like, leave her sight. Well, also, she's a COVID dog. Yeah. That's a big thing, And big she was with an too. elderly couple before. So, like, they just stayed home. Like, she's never, like, yeah, I should go home and see her. I've talked to, a, like, a lot of trainers, and, like, having a COVID dog, is a, it was a big thing. Okay, Because you're home so better. much more than what they're normally used to. Ugh. Anyways, my kid's acting out. I'm on a self-healing journey. I don't even know what I talked about in this episode. I'm so sorry. Um, but I hope- Don't be sorry. You're so right. I'm not sorry whatsoever. Um, I feel like we're due for a, like a fun episode. I, I feel like you've had a lot on your chest that you wanted to talk about. Do you feel better now? Oh no, I'm great. I'm great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, like- all this just all this stuff just happens in my head, so it's nice to like get it out sometimes. I think it's so funny when we get comments of like, like because I since obviously I'm not an overthinker and you're an overthinker. Like I saw that there was a comment recently where we were talking about how I don't dream or like how I don't have dreams or I don't really like think much about things at all. And someone commented, and then you were like so like flabbergasted by that idea. And someone commented, and they're like, "This is like a neurotypical versus neurodivergent person just having Literally. a conversation." Literally. But I love, I love hearing your perspective. I personally uh, regret not having enough for breakfast this morning. See, <laughs> everyone comments something you regret in your life. Your big, not your biggest regret in life, just something you regret in your life. Anyways, we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I apologize if you see my boob sweat the whole time, but also at the same time, I don't apologize, but I am going to tell you um, it's there. Also at the same time, you're welcome. Also at the same time, you're welcome. See your boob sweat. Oh, <laughs> you're welcome. I feel like I'm talking this whole episode. No, it's okay. Okay. Don't forget to buy the merch, rate this five stars and subscribe if you haven't yet to the YouTube channel, but we love you guys so much and we will see you next week with a new episode. Bye. Bye.